This is what happens when you forget to turn on your video and you're trying to do a video conference with somebody on a show. They can't see you when they flip when you flip them off for the final count. <laughs> Welcome to the GNA podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we talk about stuff and co gets drunk. Because I gotta drive and go get my daughter, so I can't drink. But it's alright, because we got Co here. And he is drinking enough for both of us. I was just about to say that I am. I'm, I have to get another shot or two just for you. I oh am, yeah, I am drinking absolute vodka for now. Just it's straight, fun. just straight. It, it's actually not too bad. I've always liked just plain absolute vodka. Like all the flavors, the flavors are kind of nice, but I just really like the flavor of vodka. It, you know, absolute. It's not like a harsh burn like you get with like a Smirnoff. It's it's got like a sweet, smooth, uh, taste to it. Oh yeah. I'm actually surprised because I haven't actually had vodka since like I was like 24. I think it's been a while. Well, the wife doesn't let me have vodka because Cecil <laughs> likes vodka. Cecil likes vodka a lot. Cecil likes vodka so much that Cecil will drink all of the vodka, pass Oof. out, then have to be dragged into a tub. The water turned on me because I stopped breathing. Now I'm kind of wishing I had bought some like V8 or something to make some Bloody Marys. With oh, your, in the uh, morning. With <gasps> your uh, hot sauce. Oh, my God. A Bloody Mary with my hot sauce would be orgasmic. Yes. You're okay. I haven't said anything. Your hot sauce is really good. It's like I have a fruity flavor this season, dude. It does. It's much more floral. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's actually because of the location of my peppers now. Yeah. So the peppers where I've got them growing before I had them all up on the porch and they were completely isolated from like every other plant. So mm. almost all of them, they were either growing, they were either fruiting well away from other plants, or they were fruiting inside when I had them under the grow lamps. Mm-hmm. This year, I actually made a pallet, uh, pallet garden, and a, and a vast majority of the peppers are all down there by the flower bed, yep. where there's all sorts of other flowers growing. Okay. Now, I know you can't cross-pollinate, but I think there's just, like, there's just got to be something extra there because they have come out. Even when I tried the the hybrid peppers that I found behind my AC unit, that mm-hmm. I have no clue how the hell they were growing back there to begin with, but they were, and there were a bunch of them. But even when I tried those, they had a very, very distinct floral flavor instead of that just citrus hit. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it was surprising. I was like, man, this is uh, a lot less garlicky this year, but it's still really good. I. I've already put it on all sorts of food. I've done it on chicken already. I've done it on eggs. Oh, it's it's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. Uh, so what I'm gonna do this year is I'm actually as my plants outside are dying. You know, my pepper plants are gonna die. I'm gonna take the mm-hmm. pallet garden. I'm gonna I'm gonna plant a whole bunch of garlic in it. Oof. That's gonna be the garlic that I use for next year's batch. So I'm gonna have homegrown garlic, homegrown wow. peppers. And I've got the tomatoes going, so I'm going to home grow the tomatoes. So I'm literally next year's sauce, minus the sweet chilies, but I might even try to grow them. Mm-hmm. All depends on how much time I have my hands. But I minus the sweet chilies, they literally will be a fully homemade sauce. Like nothing else from anywhere else. I'm telling you, man, uh, the next time I see you, I'm paying you. I'm going to give you like 20 bucks for this hot sauce. It's actually really good. You just, well, you definitely deserve it. Well, so fun. funny thing is, is that have I told you about the latest hot sauce that's, that I'm doing? Uh, no. Oh, yes. The one with the – you're doing the scotch with it. This is well, a special – Well, they all have scotch in them. So that's the one thing that I'm not going to be able to make myself is my own scotch. But that would be help. But maybe, you know, Zyber's talking about making a small batch. Anyways, hold on. Let's, let's back up. So, anywho, all of the all of the pepper sauce, all the sauces actually have scotch in them. But I've been using Dalmore because I have like everybody keeps giving me Dalmore, so I have bottles and bottles of Dalmore. I like Dalmore. I like to sit down and sip Dalmore. But when you've got four bottles of Dalmore, you got to figure out what to do with it. Too much Dalmore. <laughs> Three shots of Dalmore in each sauce makes out seven bottles. It comes out pretty good. So, but this one that's coming up. I'm actually going to experiment slightly with it. 
So I'm going to take out all the sweet peppers. There's not going to be any sweet peppers in this batch. It's going to be all hot peppers. Um, I'm taking out... Hold on, what was that? No, 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 no. I'm leaving in the sweet peppers. I'm going to take out the shallots and replace whatever the shallots were with garlic. So there's going to be about three times as much garlic in this sauce that's coming out. But Mm -hmm. when I cook it, instead of adding in granulated sugar and just Dalmore, I'm actually going to cut it with half and half maple syrup, granulated sugar, and then I'm going to be putting in a 25-year-old scotch. Each one of these bottles, when I'm done with it, just at raw cost of how much the ingredients cost, each bottle is going to cost me about $40 to make. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's going to be the super, super special blend. And that it is. Super well, so my father-in-law is actually a maple syrup mm-hmm. up in Vermont. So he okay. sends us gallons of maple syrup each year. Typically, like last year, we didn't get any because, well, we didn't need gallons of maple syrup. We always have maple syrup from him, so I'm actually going to be using that maple syrup to make it. It's uh-huh. it's going to be – this one's going to be a garlicky, smoky mess, and it's going to be amazing. You're going to find out what it tastes like. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I'm going to buy some chicken wings. It's gonna, be, it's gonna use a lot of it, I think, this time if I if I do it. But I'm gonna make a, a, a like buffalo wings with your hot sauce. Oh, there it's you gonna go. use like a good half bottle or so of your hot sauce. Oh, well, I've got. Uh, I'm staring at four other bottles sitting right up here. So, and I'm gonna be having. I actually got another batch. Um, I got another batch going, and I just looked outside. My wife, thankfully, told me because I was actually just writing off the rest of the peppers as not gonna not gonna be fruit this year. She told me, she's like, have you looked out at your peppers lately? I'm like, no, I haven't even watered them. Why? And she's like, you've got enough for another sauce. I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> and of course, it was like 80 degrees today. So they just shot right up and really started pumping it out. Wow. So yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a ton of sauce for this holiday season. So anybody nice. who's getting a Christmas gift from me, guess what you're getting? A burning butthole. <laughs> oh. Speaking of burning buttholes, that white chocolate. <laughs> How was it? Uh, I handled it better than I thought than I expected. I did not cry. I was on the verge, the verge of crying with with that um, white uh, chocolate. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't long lasting. It lasted maybe five ten minutes, and it was gone. Uh, the repercussions of it, though, this. Oh yeah. Also not too bad actually. Did you feel it going through the gut? On and off, it it was um pretty inconsistent. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, I expected a lot worse when I uh, going into that challenge. Um but yeah, Damoc Damoc recorded it. We oh really? What the, oh man, I got I got to get that video from him. Yeah, absolutely. We'll throw it up on the uh on the GNA YouTube channel. Yeah. But it was it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know how else to explain it. It was kind of like fruity, kind of a a peppery taste, and uh, yeah. Will I do it again? I don't know. I have the second bar because uh, Damoc bought uh, a whole bunch, but I'm tempted to give it to my younger brother and see what happens with him, because he also likes hot sauce mm. and uh, or hot things. So I want to I want to see how he can handle the heat. Yeah, Damos got, uh, I think he's got one of them for me up there. And I just, I, to be honest, man, I just like finding the time now. Like I was busy during school and I would have thought that like getting out of school, I would be less busy. But ironically, I'm not. I'm more busy. And I'm only driving, you know, I've, I've tacked on an extra 40 minutes of my day to drive. Granted, 40 minutes extra of my day to drive is definitely worth 50% extra pay. So I'm definitely not complaining about it. Just like this morning sucked. I got on the road. I'm like, yeah, my Google Maps, 30 minutes to get there. All right, let's do this. Get about halfway there, and all of a sudden, there's a major crash. 45 minutes oh. late. So, yeah, uh, I remember doing those drives. When I when I first started driving up to Belvoir, I was actually driving from Fort Lee to Belvoir. Ooh. Uh, 
for like three weeks and there was one evening a, a tractor trailer had run off the edge of the road and flipped and i think fortunately everyone was okay but that that drive was like a a three-hour drive just oh. that one one way back yeah it's so brutal just so brutal yeah yeah the the this one and the, there was one major time before. Now, granted, I've only been there since April, and there's already been two major slowdowns. The one that was before it, I actually had left. When did I leave? I had left at like five something in the morning, planning on getting there for like six thirty, because I had a lot to do. And I was like, "Oh, I'll get there. I'll knock out a bunch of stuff. I'll get out early, and then I can deal with my own shit." And I remember I got there, I got on into traffic and I got literally stopped. I, I'm supposed to be there for 7.30 in the morning. I typically get there for 7 and I just bail out 30 minutes early. I wanted yeah. to get there for 6.30. I didn't get there until 10.30. Oh my gosh. Oh God. I didn't even expect that to be so bad because it's like going to, to and from Richmond. Yeah. Okay. Let me rephrase that because I think when I was going from uh, Fort Lee to Belvoir, I was taking 295, which is going around Richmond. Yes. So that's probably. I had to go straight nice. through Richmond because I got off at like exit 79 and it's like yeah. right there in the middle of Richmond. So there's no way around it other than being right <laughs> that's there. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's only been it's it's been few and far between. It hasn't been like all the time like that, which is good. But man, when you get stuck. Just like oh, and thankfully you know, you know me. I, I I I work hard enough. I put in enough time extra that they don't even. You know, I say, hey, I'm gonna be late. Okay. Hey, I'm leaving early. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, that's good. Um, actually, it was that's funny. Nice. We we're uh, I was going and talking to my boss because I was like, hey, because I, I scheduled something there. We we had um, oh man, I guess this is gonna be the work complaints uh, show. So <clears throat> I work on a very, very small team, i.e. there's mm -hmm. like two of us major, you know, two of two people really working on Linux. Then we've got a developer that's on our team, but he's really more of like the liaison between the developers and us. So mm -hmm. he kind of pseudo works on stuff. And then we got another guy who's our AWS Linux engineer. Well, AWS Linux liaison, basically. Um, so there's really there's four of us with our lead. But really, there's only two of us that work on it. And you would think that when there's only two of us, you could communicate simple things like, hey, that server's got a bad a bad drive. The RAID array is going to be in a degraded state until I can replace it. I'm replacing it tomorrow night. Cool. Thanks for letting me know, dude. You'd think little things like that would come up in conversation somehow. Right. Now, now so there I am. It's four days later. I'm scratching my head because I've got the Windows guy who does our backups using backup exec or whatever. <clears throat> and he's complaining that his backups aren't running. And I'm sitting there looking at it. And I'm like, well, what what time? I'm looking at the time. I'm like, there's nothing going on. There's only like, this looks like the, the executable is failing. I'm like, in all the logs here, all I'm seeing is the executable is failing. It's like, is there a log for your program? No. Okay, so... I can't troubleshoot the program if there's no log for it. Well, isn't there general logs you can look at? Yes. And they're telling me the execute that the, that executable is failing. What else you want me to do? <laughs> so finally, I literally sit there and I spent like an hour today finally. Cause, cause he's like, yeah, my backups are still failing. I'm like, are you sure it's not the program? Because every time you say it's failing, here's the time. I'm like, here's the blurb. When I look it up, it says the program screwed up. So I'm like, all right. So I literally spent an hour searching through this one big general log. It's basically like the catch-all log. Spent an hour combing through it. Finally found it. Whatever the hell happened, it's coming up saying, hey, there's corruption on the disk. I'm like, fuck me. All right. Well, this is pretty important since this houses all of our documentation. Let me get this fixed immediately. So I reach out to my boss. I'm like, hey, dude. I got to take the server down because I've got to repair the disk. I got to I got to unmount this drive and I got to repair the disk and it's everything that we use. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, let's do that. I'm like, okay, I'm scheduling it for tonight after 2200 just so I'm not bothering anybody. We'll do it then. Oh, yeah, yeah, great, great. 
So all of a sudden I get, you know, my counterpart. Hey, what's the maintenance you got to do on this server? Oh, there's corruption on the disk. It's stopping backups and I'm concerned that it's really going to break some other stuff. Oh, do you think it could be because one of the disks in the array is degraded? The what to the who now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the disks. One of the disks are degraded. Okay, how long's that you been going on? This? Yeah, I said. Well, how long that been going on for? No, almost a week. What's the ET on it getting replaced? Oh, is it is it bad? Yeah, the disk is corrupted. <laughs> oh, I'll do that tonight then. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that would have been really important information to know. Yeah. I just felt like Bert in friggin' Tremors 2. I feel I was denied critical <laughs> need to know information. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's been, uh, it, it's just super funny stuff like that that happens. Yeah. But enough about me complaining. We got to go into the most important thing of the show. State of games. What are we playing? Say, I I could start this off because I've actually found a little bit of game time this week. Granted, it's pretty lame. It's pretty lame game time, but uh, I actually started playing Lily's Garden on my phone again because they're doing a Halloween event. It was cutesy, and it's just a little puzzle game. It's actually really entertaining. It's just one of those block puzzle games where you match the colors and stuff, and you got to play yada yada. They're fun little time passers. You know, great great for when you're sitting on the can. I've yeah. also been playing a, a little bit of Lego Harry Potter. And I got to say, I've got a weakness for those lit damn Lego games. They're enjoyable. Like, fun little games. Absolutely. They are. They're stupid. They're stupid. And they're fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's actually all I did. I didn't even get any squadrons in this week. I'm um, still waiting. I've got it downloaded. Just <laughs> squadrons. I know, I know. And if you're waiting on me, you're going to be waiting so long. Yeah, uh, probably. We'll see. Yeah, just like today when I got home. It was, uh, like I got home and it was immediately cook meal and then prep tomorrow's meal, cook food for kid, beat kid around head for not doing chores, get kid to dance, rush back here, record. Yeah. It's like every day. Yeah, yeah I don't know personally. I uh, we were just talking my uh my Black Desert Discord because I've gone back to Black Desert. I saw, and uh, you know they were talking like, what, what should I make for dinner? Like, I don't know about you, but I'm gonna make some curried rice and chicken. I got some chicken thighs and or chicken uh, chicken cutlets, and uh, so I might be doing that. Ooh, thighs are the best meat, man. Mm-hmm. Best meat yeah. on the chicken. So, I'll figure out that. But, uh, yeah. I I can't say I've been playing too much. I've been trying to play Call of Duty, but the the group that I've been playing with have uh, been playing later and later every night. So, by the time they're getting on at this point, I just don't have time or, or the willpower to stay awake. Yeah, I'm there. So. Getting old sucks. Yeah. Well, anything past 12 o'clock, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and even like, it's usually like 10 or 11. Like I got to start winding down so that I can at least pass out by two. Because if I don't at least pass out by two, I'm not getting more than 30 minutes of sleep. Yeah. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. Now, what about, uh, didn't Path of Exiles come out with a new expansion not too long ago? So they do what is known as seasons. So if you can consider their seasons as expansions, yes. Because uh, their new season is called Heist, or expansion is, is called Heist. Um, their new game, though, for Path of Exiles is going to be Path of Exiles 2, which is going to be a brand new storyline. Uh, but we don't have a uh, an ETA on when it's going to release, and I think they're pushing for probably like 2021 at this point. Oh, so right. we're going to have a brand new itemization system. 
it's all going to be tied into the same client, so no one's got to download additional stuff or a separate client. Uh, but I, I'm waiting for that to, to come out because I, I want a new refreshing experience with that game. Yeah, Path of Exile is fun. I, I, I At first, it was really overwhelming. Like, holy sheep shit overwhelming. Um, you're, you're like, Daymok's, Day, Daymok's great. I love Daymok. Daymok is totally one of those guys. He's like, yeah, sure. Lead me around. I got this. I'm cool. I am one of those, like, I'm looking around. I'm going to pick shit up. I'm going to be like, what is this? What does this smell like? You know, and you guys are just blaring right ahead. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I guess it's also the difference between playing, you know, a game for a few years. I guess it's been like five years since uh, Path of Exile was released. Yeah. Uh, versus, you know, bringing newcomers to the game. You know, it, you get those few people who will follow you and they'll be super leveled and then they don't know what to do. Then you have the the one or two who you want to figure it out themselves. And then, you know, it's also pretty uh, a pretty long journey to to. You know, yes. learn and understand the game. There's just so much about it, and every three to four months they add a new ex- uh, expansion or or season that changes the mechanics. So you you might have new skills or new items, or they might revamp new items. So it's a uh, it's hard to balance between a new player guiding a new mem- an old player guiding new members through the game. Yeah. No, I agree completely. And and it's it's one of those games that like the basics are pretty easy to grasp. Like the basics are 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 pretty easy to grasp, but there's enough complexity in there to make it a talent to really like min-max those characters. Like a real talent. It, it takes quite a bit of experience to understand and develop a character. Oh yeah, uh, it's not as simple as as Damoc likes to perceive it as. Just pick up a build and run with it, because well, you got to know how the build's uh, going to act. Exactly, you know how the build's going to act in terms of, you know, is this an early game build that you can just wing it, or is this a build that you have to spend a large amount of currency to get up and running? And I think a lot of times he runs into builds that are costly builds but they look like they're really fun end game builds which means he's got to spend exponentially more time getting it up and running and that was one of the things that i found when i start well, like when i first started with you guys i was really standoff because i'm like you guys are like way up here and i am way down here i don't even understand the basics yet and you're trying to get me to do this up here and i'm yeah. like i have no effing clue what is going on I'm well, out. <laughs> you know, I try to find builds, especially now if, if anyone ever tries to play Path of Exile with me, I try to find builds that have a very slow progression rate so that you all can be more outstanding in terms of your uh, uh, participation in, in fights versus my character who, if I went with normal route, would probably kill a boss in like 10 seconds versus... You know my my Gimp builds, which would kill it in like thirty seconds, I guess. So I'm trying to give it more time, but uh, yeah, yeah, make it make it a little bit more enjoyable, but not to the point of frustration. Right. Yeah. As I say, the, my only thing that I can equate that to is back in in Destiny One days, where I I had done th- there was nothing in Destiny I hadn't done, like everything uh-huh. in Destiny I did, and we always had new players rolling in. I was always out on the Reddit boards doing Sherpa runs with different things. And it was, you know, you, you get that balance between, okay, how much time do I spend showing them this before I just go and do it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. We're, we got to do X, Y, and Z. You guys do X and Y, I'll hang out and do Z. I do Z, I go over X and Y aren't done. It's like, all right, guys, what broke? What didn't work? I know why I don't play many theme park MMOs nowadays. I, yeah. uh, 
it's uh my biggest issue right now that's also my biggest fault is like i don't feel like waiting around for people to learn mechanics and if you don't learn it within like the first 10 runs i'm just like you guys are a lost cause <laughs> yeah dude it, it's I, I gotta one thing i can say about myself is i've got an immense amount of patience in certain situations dude we would um some of those raids take about 30 minutes to get through like once you've got the mechanics take about 30 minutes to get through yeah. I remember one time I jumped on, and it was the last time I did it. I sherped five people through a raid, brand new people through a raid. Mm-hmm. Took six hours for a thirty-minute raid. Got them yep. all through. Got every single one through. And to be honest, they were just as much as a trooper as I was because they were still there for six hours, and they yeah, oh still yeah. did it. Like they made it through it. And at the end of it, it was like that was awesome. You guys rock. Good night. I got 30 minutes to go crash before I got to be to work. <laughs> yep. Oh, I know that. Uh, playing World of Warcraft, I think it was it was the biggest. World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy XIV is, is the longest I've ever spent doing raids. Mm. And uh, I don't think I can go back to that. That's kind of why I'm pushing for more open world MMORPGs to be uh, released. Is that raid content, it, it requires too much of too many people at once to really push through content at this point. And uh, I don't think World of Warcraft is going to change. I don't think Final Fantasy XIV is going to change. But uh, yeah, I just don't have the, the, the patience to strip of people through. Yeah, it's fun anymore. the first couple of times, especially when you're doing like a first and you're trying to figure out the mechanics yourself and you've got a bunch of people and you're all are like working towards the same goal and you get that that vindication at the end of like, Holy shit, guys, we did it. We figured it out. That was awesome. Yep. But, you know, once you get it, and and even for a short while, you know, going through it, trying to fine-tune it. Oh, hey, this last time it took us two hours to do. This time it only took us an hour and 40 minutes. Hey, we shaved off another 20 minutes. We're Oh, hey, now we're shaved down to an hour and five minutes to get through this raid or whatever it may be. And it's like, it, th- those things are fun, too. You know, finding new strategies to do different things quicker, et cetera, et cetera. But after a while, it's just, are you are you playing just because you're playing, just because it's familiar, and you're just like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna play because I got to get my dailies in, I got to get my weeklies in, I got to do my whatever, or are you playing and actually having fun? Oh yeah, uh, that's actually me, uh, especially with, uh, I think the last expansion for World of Warcraft is even when we were doing mythic raid content i wasn't getting gear from doing those raids so even if we were clearing the bosses that i needed gear from i wasn't getting gear the issue came down to the fact that the game has been giving away participation rewards for the past few expansions and i didn't really realize that until uh, uh battle for azeroth and uh it's gotten so bad now is that if you're not lucky enough to get gear from raids they actually have a a chest and i don't remember if it's weekly or bi-weekly but this chest that you would loot like once every once uh, one one or two weeks has raid tier loot in it and they would just give you a free piece of gear and like that's that's kind of an issue with your game it is if you're giving out loot because uh, uh uh, as a result of a participation reward, you're kind of failing your game and or community overall. It's like that's that's a design flaw, I should say, and uh, you should probably look into fixing that at this point. Dude, that was because, my go. Sorry, go ahead. I would say because at this point, I'm just paying 15 bucks a month to raid four times a week because you don't have any other content in the game. Dude, that was my exact gripe with what they did in Destiny. So in Destiny 2, so in Destiny 1, to, to get the highest highest tier loot, you basically had two routes that you could go. You do Trials of Osiris, which was the PvP side, or you could go Raids, which was the PvE side. So Trials of Osiris, if you got really, really good, you could solo your way through it, carry a whole team, etc., etc. Raids, you kind of had to have some people together to get through because you usually needed at least three people and then you could have three scrubs that just were there to be body meat shields. But, you know, you, you had different paths. You had two different paths to get it. What they did in Destiny 2 now, 
and it's actually one of the big reasons why I stopped playing was they, the community was clamoring, we need loot, we need loot. And they're like, all right, here, you can literally do anything and get yourself up to the highest gear level. Now, granted, it's not like, it's not like you just play, you can just keep playing all week and at the end of the week, you're up to highest tier level. You know, there's all these different activities that you do and each one of them give you a higher level tier, but you still had to go do them. Um, but it just, it basically made it so that anybody could sign in and anybody could eventually get to the highest tier. Uh, now I think things have changed a little bit now, especially now that they've done, uh, they brought back gear stats, but it was just, it, it got to the point of, well, there's no point in rating, you know, cause one of the things that I loved was that I love, I loved the rating system. I loved doing the raids. I loved the mechanics in the raids cause I loved trimming off that time. I learned, I loved finding new people. I, that's the part I loved about it. But once they started making it that you could do anything to get the gear and literally anything to get the gear, people didn't raid. You know, there, there were, there were yep. raids that were released that nobody played. Yeah. It's kind of the issue with uh, theme park MMOs. It's yeah. like the, he, I mean, in a theme park MMO, you're, you're limited to the end game dungeons and or raids. That's kind of why I've been going towards, uh, or I've been playing games like uh, Black Desert Online, which is the the end game rewards. It, it's monotonous grinding, so you're just killing repetitive mobs over and over again to get a piece of gear that you would eventually enhance. And if it broke, you're back to square one. But you know, you're still putting a, a large sum of time in your own personal effort to to progress. You know, you're just down to the clock. Which I can see as a negative in that sense as well, but I don't know. I, I just find it more rewarding, and I'm feeling that I'm putting in more of my own time in that because I'm grinding and I'm making money in that game and or materials versus you know a game like World of Warcraft, which is I would spend one uh, one to two days a week, maybe three days a week, uh, four times a month to get a single piece of gear or maybe two pieces of gear. Yeah. That's uh, it's an issue. Well, that's that's like what it was in the the first Destiny, like way back when it first started. You would it would literally take you, and and running three characters, like three identical characters, like three three hunters or three, um, warlocks or whatever. It would it would take you like a month to get up all the gear that you needed because the drops would just, you know, you would get progressive drops as you did the raid, but the drops wouldn't like you sometime would get the same gear. So you, you had the different slots and, and how each, each one had to go up in light level to you get for, you get the max light level. So you get one that dropped and you're like, Oh, this one's dropped at whatever level 20, but you need the chest piece to drop at level 20. So the next time you go in there, you go through and it drops out your helmet again. And you're like, son of a bitch. And it was like, RN Jesus just hated you in that game. But, uh, you know, and that's why I took, it would take you, you know, a good two to four weeks to max out and get everything. Um, and then people started figuring out, oh, well, I can, I can save up Ingrams. I cannot turn them in until the, you know, until the next expansion drops and I can get a, a head start on that. You know, people started figuring out little things around that, which Bungie eventually, you know, worked out. But, um, but yeah, man, like it was just, it, it, it's so weird coming, you know, coming from a go or watching the progression of a game where they literally withheld everything from you to get you to play more. To here's everything. You just you literally just have to play. You don't have to play anything special. You just have to play. Yeah. It's like okay. Yeah. The, well, the, the carrot the carrot became the size of, of Long Island. <laughs> like oh, so I just got to pay fifteen bucks a month and I just get stuff as long as I log in. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. And I, and I guess that's the reason why I like, you know, a game like Black Desert is that even though I'm grinding, I can grind at a specific location for, you know, let's say three months if you're willing to be, you know, that brain dead or monotonous to, or, or willing to be doing that monotonous grind. 
uh, at the end of the month, at the end of those three months, you have like 15 to 20 billion worth of silver. You can then go spend that money on whatever piece of gear you want, or you can go enhance it and take your chance and get it earlier. I mean, the, the choice is yours at the end of the day. And that's kind of what I'm missing from Western MMOs. And it's just not, it's not just World of Warcraft, but it's a prime example because every other mm. Western MMO copies well now. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that, that having, having that, um, I think I, I got in a conversation with somebody about this a long time ago, having that carrot to chase, you know, it's, it's always there. You're looking, whether you realize that you want that carrot or not, it's there and you're trying to attain something. But when they take the, you know, when they, I guess when they make it too accessible, you know, it when it becomes an issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like where you get a new game and you want it to be challenging. Like, I don't know, Resident Evil 18 comes out. You've played every single Resident Evil up until that one. And you're like, you know what? This is an old hat. I've already seen the gameplay. It's exactly like the other 17 Resident Evils. I'm going to put this thing on hard because I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. It's like it's like playing a game and then just going, hey, you know what? Um, we're just going to throw this on easy. You can't change it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like they need to give something more to the to the more hardcore audience to kind of retain their attention. Otherwise, what's the point? Now, I enjoy yeah. the game, but if the carrot on the stick is just me waiting and doing, let's say, a, a raid every, every so often, you lose people's attention. Yeah, you do. You do. And, and I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm kind of like, and I understand, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to formulate my thought here. I can understand a gaming company making a game and trying to get, trying to hit as wide of an audience as possible, casting the widest net that they possibly can. In my opinion, you end up losing franchises that way. Absolutely. Like, take a look at Super Mario Brothers. Mm -hmm. It's a platformer. Has been a platformer. Always will be a platformer. Every now and then they come up with a little side game that's like, hey, Mario Kart Racing. Just not really a platformer. It's a little cutesy yep. racing game or Mario Party where they're just using the Mario brand at that point in time. But the Mario game, you know, you look at, at the main line of Mario, whether it be Super Mario Brothers, Mario 64, Super Mario Land or Super Mario World, sorry, Mario Odyssey, etc., etc. They're pretty much just a straight line of platformers. They've gotten better over the years. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not trying to trivialize it in that way. But they're aimed at people who like platformers. They're not spent, they're not trying to cast such a wide net that they're trying to get everybody under the sun. Anybody who plays a platformer game, you've got to play Mario. No, they're making it a Mario platformer game. They've added mm -hmm. some things in each game, you know, to try to see if they can touch on other groups and other areas where they might might enjoy it. But all in all, they're not really trying to cast a wide enough net to hit everybody. The people who play Crash Bandicoot and are diehard Crash Bandicoot fans aren't going to look over and say, yeah, let me go start playing Mario now. That's, Mario's not trying to do that. Not trying to make yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Trying to make Mario. That's these, these games are just, you know, they're trying to pander to too many people. That's a big issue with, uh, with MMOs is that, uh, you know, as a, as a hardcore player, my audience, or the, the audience that I sit with, is a much smaller audience versus the the vast majority of people who have taken up the uh, majority of the customer base in like World of Warcraft, you know that 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 is the audience at this point. And but how do you compare? How do you compete with that? How do you how do you fix a model that panders to the larger audience, even if it's at the cost of their own company? You you kind of can't. No. It just makes more money. You can't like you can't fix anything about the game. You can't improve it or change it. It's gonna be what it is until it uh, finally closes one day. Oh, take Call of Duty. Same game over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad game. Take Madden. Take NBA 2K or or 
I mean, they're the same game over and over and over again. You, yep. you could literally, like, I probably the last four or five Call of Duties, you could probably have just sent out a patch. Granted, it'd be like a 500 gigabyte patch, but sent out a patch and still had the same game. Like, yeah. here's the new game, but it's just, here it is on the old all things running. And yep. and I, I know I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but the the... the amount of changes amount of engine improvements that they've done just uh, it's god it's like that uh god what the hell? I, I just had on the tip of my tongue oh like that person who's just trying to be valid you know they're always mm-hmm. there because if they go away you'll forget about them that's call of duty to me yeah um, it's like okay guys we're still here yeah, yeah it's like, uh, what, what what do you offer better graphics yeah we, we got some more guns our, our guns sound better they don't sound like a truck tire popping the recoil and, and spray patterns are the same but they look nice exactly <laughs> exactly yeah just it's uh but i mean it's what makes money yeah that is true and i'm not I, you know i'm definitely i'm not knocking it because it works it's just one of those as a as a businessman, if you're looking at it from the from a businessman's eyes, it, it does absolutely work. But I think in the long haul, it's just it's just not going to work. And World of Warcraft is the exception, of course. But I think people are just tied too much into that at that point that uh, that no one can go away from it. Like people are going to go back to it regardless. Agreed. Yeah, it's just it's it's like a warm blanket, man. It's just uh, it's familiar, you know. Um, I mean, it's, it's your black desert. You, you go back to that game every few months and just, you get sucked right back in. And it's, it's not cause it's a bad game. I don't, I don't, I don't mean I, that sounded derogatory and I did not mean for it to sound like that, but it, it's just, you know, it's that comfortable game. It's that game that you go back to. It's just the, you know, for, yeah. for Daymark, it's, it's elite dangerous or rim world. Um, mm-hmm. so I just wish there was something else out there. Something that would have a little more depth. If yeah. any fun common employees are ever listening to this, Anarchy Online 2, please bring back deep character customization to MMOs. I would love that again. Yeah. I, I wanna see I wanna see level two hundred plus characters with the, the the amount of depth that Anarchy Online provides to their characters. You, know, you had like 12 different classes and I think like 70 different skills you could choose from. So you could make it and utilize any weapons or whatnot to suit the needs for each class and, and customize it any way you want. And then you had the, the implant system in the game. But uh, then yeah, that's what made replayability really fun in that game. But I don't think we're ever going to see a game like that ever again. It's just... Uh, complex games don't uh, appeal to the majority's taste. Yeah, that was one. Did you ever play uh did you ever play Ultima Online? Old old game. Oh yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. game that game was stupid fun, but I liked it for a different reason than what you described. It had a lot of different customization that you could do in it, but the thing that I liked about it the most is is again that carrot. So if you wanted to level up your your sword skill, you had to go out there and swing a sword. If you wanted to level up your smithing skill, you had to go and make stuff at a black, you know, you had to go mine ore or buy it and then make stuff at a, at a uh, forge. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just a, a really simple concept, but there's so many different ways that you could go with it. Uh, Absolutely. Star Wars Galaxy was the same way. You know, if you wanted to level something up, you had to, had to use that, you know, you wanted to be a shipwright, you had to build ships. And it meant that you yep. were building a lot of shitty ships to get all the way up there. Yeah. Just, you know, I was actually trying to think because I, you know, I just I, I I labeled off your go-to game and I, I labeled off Daymok's go-to games and I was trying to think what the hell are my go-to games? And I think it's uh, I think it's actually Starflight Two or Mega Traveler. Hmm. I just I I always love those games and I always find myself going back to playing them. That or maybe well no because you know what I haven't touched Final Fantasy four in years. I was playing Starflight two you know about six months ago. 
know, before okay. all the all the major crap hit. Yeah. But those are super old single player games that, you know, now I can go through Starflight in a couple of hours, be done with the whole game. Oof. Yeah. You know, it's like Star Fox. Star Fox, the first time you play it, you're like, oh man, I took two and a half hours to get through. I could sit down and get through Star Fox in 15 minutes. Like, oh, what happened? I thought this game was much more difficult and much more engaging. Oh. Well, if you do this I, and this and this and you shoot this asteroid here, all of a sudden this asteroid will show up with a face and there you go. And I just killed Andros. Okay. <laughs> and he's dead. Big face gone. Yeah. Yeah, the only other thing that I think I can really say that I love doing when it comes to gaming and it always ends up being my go-back to is, is tabletops. Yeah, I mean, that comes out to the complexity. Like Tabletops offers that uh, that depth I'm looking for. And I just always have the issue is finding a, a campaign that lasts long enough. Yeah, <laughs> is, or a group that'll issue. last long enough. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, one day, one day that, that perfect group will come together and we yep. have a really good game. I was going to say, well, God's got uh, getting a whole setup up there. Sounds like he's going to have a place to uh, to make it happen if he isn't already. Yeah, he, he's got a... Uh, we spent the weekend trying to figure out how to set up his uh, his bar. Nice. <laughs> that, was a, that was a funny experience. He learned how uh, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty works when it comes to <laughs> loosening uh, the connectors. Oh, boy. Uh, well, that's that's uh, a valid that's a valid skill. Or tracing the correct lines to to not pump cleaner fluid to the CO two tank. <laughs> no that, offense, God. That's also a good skill to have. Uh, that that was funny. Uh, yeah, but we all got it working, so we all had a few beers. Uh, we ate some hot spicy chocolate and. Uh, we may be setting up a, a D&D campaign. We'll have to figure out how, how that goes. Yeah, man. That'd be awesome. We could, you guys get to play again. Yeah, we could all play and, and do something other than hide away in our houses. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, this pandemic. I'm waiting for it to be over at this point. I'm just done. I think everybody's just done, you know? Yeah. And it sucks that we just got to wait so long because people can't yeah because people can't put on masks or they don't understand the concept of six feet or something stupid like that you know or like uh or like what happened up at my mother-in-law's nursing home you come to work sick you've got a fever you're coughing you're achy and you come to work during a pandemic and you kill 17 people because you're negligence don't do it don't do it yeah it's just like dude dude have any everyone just taken two maybe three weeks to let it all die down we could have gone back to life as normal but we're now it's like eight months in now Oh, has it been eight months for the pandemic? I don't remember, six, seven months? I don't know. Are we going from December or are we going from January? I guess January? April is when, when it all shut down. Say April, yeah, is when everything shut, shut down, so. Yeah, so six so months. Six months, yeah. yeah. Um, have we just done the two, three weeks? Everyone just quarantined themselves? We could be going back to life as normal. Of course, you'd still have to do the shutdowns for like travel, like uh, you know, to other countries. But I, I would imagine you'd be able to do that. But there's just no way you're gonna have 370 million people do that all at once. It just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, but I don't know. I know what the first thing I'm gonna do once this whole pandemic thing is done. Was that? Isolate myself in my house and never talk to anybody again. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you do it now. No, I should <laughs> Life will be normal for me after the pandemic was like that before and after. Yeah. So that's what I thought was funny when, you know, 
I look around and I start looking at, the, at at my friends and I'm like, hey, so how's the pandemic affected you? I can't get any toilet paper. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really about it. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else has yeah. changed. Like, yep. are you going to work? No, and didn't go to work before. I still sat at home and logged in for my computer. Oh, well, okay. You know, yeah. Uh, are you my, my work has been pretty interesting. Uh, oh, I can believe it. Because we, we went back to five days a week, but now every Wednesday we're essentially shut down. Like All facilities have shut down for deep cleaning. And uh, so now I have Wednesdays off. So I'm just kind of like, I guess I... Uh, twiddle my thumbs take naps and and wait for thursday and friday that's not so bad four day work week yeah it's like i just don't know what they're gonna do now they're gonna have uh so that's gonna continue indefinitely until all the lockdowns finished yeah this be I interesting i forgot you work for a school right i work for a school system yep yeah god that sucks there's like like snow days are going to be a thing of the past. Oh yeah, I I don't know how that's going to work if we start having the winter because flu season's coming around the corner. And uh, are we going to see COVID cases rise? Is that going to make us going back down to the, uh, to like phase one again? And how's that going to work? I don't know, but people are being stupid again, which just sucks. Yep. Yeah, one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, I hate to say this and knock on wood, but it could be worse. <laughs> it could have been much worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, do we have any news articles that we can look at? Oh, well, hey, look at this. Daymark just posted one. I could go on all the other ones that are here. But I'm going to ignore it because Damoc just posted this one. How the mosquito strategy is ruining multiplayer for Star Wars squadrons. I've actually, have you been seeing any of the glitches that people have been doing in squadrons? No, I have not. Oh man, some are really friggin' funny. Let's see what we got here. Emergency strategies are ruining for multiplayer. The mosquito strategy goes like this. In fleet battle mode, during the attack phase, you hop into a TIE bomber with the rotary cannon equipped. You fly under an Alliance frigate's shields and stop directly next to the hull. You open fire with rotary cannons. You divert all power to your engines and transfer power from your engines to your lasers to keep them overcharged to deal extra DPS. The TIE Bomber is so tough and the Rotary Cannon DPS is so high that you can kill a frigate extremely quickly. Even the mighty MC-75 can fall victim to the strategy if the TIE Bomber moves from section to section as it destroys the hull. So it just sounds like an impending nerf is coming to the TIE Bomber's damage and that, that will fix it. Yeah, that or they'll just make it that the TIE Bomber is just so squishy that, you, you know, you, you won't it's be irrelevant. able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm going to fly in there. Boom, you're dead. Aww. Um, yeah. Oh, how to, oh, here's how to counter it, though. Oh, of course, the A-Wing. Uh, situational awareness is key. Be aware of what ships the enemy T is fielding and how far they are from the capital ships. Logical. Anything is very close to your ship, kill it fast as you can. Don't be afraid to change out your build for something that deals more damage. The wiring rotary cannon, high fire rate, rockets are an excellent choice for dealing with TIE bombers. See, I'm a huge fan of the A-Wing. Okay. Like, everybody is always, oh, X-Wing. You know, everybody's always going balls deep into the X-Wing or the TIE Interceptor or, or whatever. But uh -huh. man, if I were to have a ship, god damn it would be that A-Wing. <laughs> that fucker is fast. Fair enough. I need to play that game. I, I, I gotta give it a try. Yeah, give it, dude. Definitely throw throw it in and give it a shot. It's um, 
it it fly they fly just so much like the old uh x-wing versus tie fighter just with mm-hmm. a much higher frame rate <laughs> but like Fair i was enough. able to uh so they've they've got you know different maps with different debris and like you've got capital ships that you can attach and all that stuff but uh they've got like the there's a couple of them where they've got broken hulls of ships that you can fly around and through and underneath and all that shit mm-hmm. going through some of that and actually pulling off some really heinous maneuvers really super fun because you can go okay. like full bore divert all power to engines rocket in like through the hull of a ship literally put on air brakes angle your ship directly up and almost do like a 90 degree turn in your ship it's it's just it's just really fun especially when you've got like you got somebody coming in behind you that's why i love the a-wing because the a-wing is just stupid maneuverable you got somebody coming in behind you and they're they're tailing you you just pull off a maneuver like that and you go up a wall and they just Mm -hmm. blow right by it like where the fuck did they go (laughs) um i actually had somebody do that the the only time i have gotten a kill in multiplayer but granted i've only played two multiplayer games the only time i actually got a kill in multiplayer i did that i came through i rocketed straight up the wall and as soon as i went up the wall i realized well i don't got missile lock on on me anymore and i'm not being shot at so i I literally just kind of like stopped my ship like i went up the wall realized I wasn't being chased anymore, stopped dead, just turned my ship down. And I saw mm-hmm. him just, he rocketed out and just turned like he was looking for me. And I just, boop, turned it on, saw him, locked on missiles, fired. I'm like, holy shit, I, that shouldn't have worked. His HUD <laughs> should have told me where he, where I went. Right. Just lost track of you, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, so it just seems that the the way to counter it is pretty obvious. You get into a faster ship or one that does more more damage, and you just hover around your uh, your capital ship. And if you see something get too close, you merc it. Yep, sounds about right. I mean, it's so, it's uh, it's a logical defense because they're going to have to slow down. They have to stop. So it's not like they're going right. to be driving by like you would expect them to. They got to stop dead. So as soon as they stop dead, you just lock on and. Pew. Yeah. I don't know what else we got here. Oh, The Witcher 3. They're going to be doing an update for that for the next-gen consoles. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that. I'm assuming that those uh, those uh, additions are going to be included on the PC version of the game. I hope. Uh, let's see. It just says the next generation edition of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt will release as a standalone purchase as well as a free update for everyone who already owns the game. Well, that's positive. Yep, so they're going to add ray tracing, HDR, and fast loading time. So I would imagine that would come to the to the PC as well. I, would, I, would I don't see so. if any of that's already in there yet. So I, I, would, I would super hope so. Oh, here's another one. Did you, uh, Damoc and I were talking about that earlier, I think earlier today maybe. Or maybe the just lip syncing by AI. The lip syncing by AI. Uh, so Cyberpunk 2077. They're not. They're, they're emphasis on lip syncing. So they're doing mm-hmm. a a thing where they're taking all. Of, they're making AI use of of the different language packs. So if it's speaking in Russian, the lips will actually move as if the person's speaking Russian. Or if it's German, it's going to move like they're speaking German or Portuguese or whatever it may be. Um, which is did pretty they cool. Use, did they use AI or did they use a technique just like they did back when uh, L.A. Noir was released? You know, that's a great question because – but when L.A. Noir was released, were their lips really moving all that much in real sync? Because, I don't know. Because, you know, you, you've got the you got the old days where – I would talk like this and I also knew up and down and this is what you saw when I talked. And it's like, I would say it wasn't like that at all. It had much more character to the, to the, much actors. more fluid motions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's still, it's still very exaggerated because the game, 
was making you into a detective where you had to detect emotions and, and or facial features or uh, watch the mouth as well. So I okay. think they had a little more emphasis than that. But I, I'd have to go back and watch L.A. Noir's uh, animations. I could I could go with that. Yeah, I just remember like the old school games where it'd be like, you know, you, you accidentally throw it on... Um, the lip flaps. You actually, yeah, you, ac- you accidentally throw it on, you know, Portuguese or something. And the lips were moving, but you really couldn't tell whether they were moving in English or Portuguese or whatever, because it was just literally a jaw opening up and out, up and down, just, you know, as noise was coming out. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're speaking Russian. Sure. sure. I'll run with that. I don't know. We'll have to see. They have to release the game eventually. That's the biggest they, hurdle. They do. And that is a big hurdle right now, especially with this. God damn. COVID really just sucks. The SARS virus in general just sucks. It supposedly arrives November 19th. So we'll have to see uh, uh, on that release day, you know, how does uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 27 run? Yeah, here is hoping. I desperately hope that, uh, I mean, you know, God damn. Like, I've had high hopes for that game, but when a game gets delayed so many times, I start to just like, I lose hope. It's the hype train finally died. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, where are they actually going to go with this? What's going to happen? Hmm. Oh God, Dimak, don't listen to this podcast episode. No, they'll probably be sitting there screaming at <laughs> what are at you the talking friggin- about? What do you mean? It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> so I don't blame him. You know. Yeah, he's been looking forward to it for a whole year now. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to come out on his birthday originally, and then that got fucking slammed down on him. That that just sucked. You know, you're you're hoping that you're going to be getting the uh, you know this great birthday gift. It turns out all you got was a whole lot of disappointment. You got a new release date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a new release date for your birthday. Hoorah! Oof. Well, I guess on that note, where can people find you, Echo? They can find me exclusively on the GNA Podcast Discord. Very nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier, everywhere else. Ustream, Twitch, Facebook. Um, I don't know. I'll start listening off those dating apps again because they were funny. <laughs> Tinder, Grinder, Bicupid. Crap, I forgot them all already. I don't remember Tinder and Grinder, to be honest. I don't even know if Bicupid's one. <laughs> But yeah, you can find me there. I'm also on a whole bunch of different discords. I am super, super, super busy as of late. So if you ping me and I don't respond, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's probably because I've just turned into a hermit and I'm ignoring life. We hope you enjoyed the show. GNA, games, nerds, and alcohol. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes. Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Stitcher, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a whole bunch of other places. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can also join our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of every month on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. Join us every Wednesday night at 1930 Eastern Time on cast.gg for Anime Night hosted by Blue Shark 45. And join us every second Saturday of the month for Horror Movie Night hosted by Zyberblood. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. And please email us at gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one with all your questions, comments, or death threats. We would love to hear from you. And last but not least, please be sure to check out our website at... Then we got a website at... Oh, crap. Dimux's not here. Hey, Vit. Oh, shit. Vintage isn't here either. You know what? I'm just going to grab one from another episode and just edit it in here, too. Mo. 
Thanks for joining in, Tank Gal. And thank you. Have a good night. You, you have a good night. Have fun storming the castle.